Do you remember when it was fun and exciting to get an email? That was a long time ago. These days our inboxes are filled and there's a real fatigue. And so as a marketer, your challenge is to break through the clutter and get people excited about your email. Curious? You'll need to listen to today's show. Okay, here we go. Welcome to More Than A Few Words, a marketing conversation for business owners. MTFW is part of the Digital Toolbox from Roundpeg, and this is your host, Lorraine Ball. If you're like me and the rest of the world, your email inbox is overloaded. Everybody is trying to get your attention. So how do you as a marketer not only break through, but keep readers engaged so that they read the email and take action? That's what we're going to talk about today as I chat with Shane Barker. Shane is an accomplished digital marketing consultant, and he's worked with celebrities on digital reputation management. He's obtained a national ranking with ProScore as a social media consultant, and he's built an impressive list of accomplishments in digital marketing. He's a regular contributor to publications like Salesforce, Yahoo Small Business, Marketing Profs, and the Roundpeg blog. And you'll be able to read his recent post with us from a link in today's show notes. Shane, welcome to the show. Hey, Lorraine, thanks for having me. I was excited when you reached out about the interview. It's been a little while since I've been on, so I was looking forward to opportunity number two. Oh, yeah. Well, and your first conversation was filled with so many great tips on influencer marketing that I really wanted to bring you back for a different topic. So let's dive in. How do you get people, once they've opened your email, to do more than just go, yep, read it, and move on? Yeah, I mean, that's that's the question of the day. You know, I mean, email, it's safe. We've heard in the past, people say, oh, email is dead. It's very far from being dead. I mean, that's if you own anything, it's the emails that come in and the way that you engage them and the, the type of content you put out there is extremely important. Um, you know, I have clients that, you know, over the years, because of the way that we've you know been able to collect emails for them and be able to put those in, in different segmentation, we'll talk about a little later, um, you know, every time they send out emails or at least, you know, at least they're sending out emails that are promotional that have something that they can buy or purchase. Um, it's like printing money. You know, really, you really want to take care of your email, your email list. It's uh, once again, not dead by any means, even though you might hear that out there. But I think when we talk about about like putting your newsletter together, there's a few things. I think today we're going to talk about six of them. There's a few things you have to keep in mind when it comes to to putting emails out. Um, there really needs to be a purpose, and this is anything you do in marketing. You have to have a purpose mm-hmm. behind it. You know, you can't just send stuff out and go, "Okay, I'm not really sure the reason for that." You have to think about what is the intent of me sending this email out or producing a piece of content. And so, when you're doing that, once again, it comes down to the quality of the content and not necessarily the quantity. So, you know, you don't have to necessarily do something every single day. Um, let's say you only do it once a week, but make sure you put all of your, your effort into that and figure out once again, what is the goal of it? And am I putting out my best product ever, right? That's really what it comes down to. And some of the different ways that you can do that, one being um, creative, impressive, and polished designs. Design is obviously extremely important. There's two ways to send emails. It can either be design type stuff where it can be the template or somebody creates a template for you, or it can also be text-based. Both of them just depends on your audience. If they're more visually pleased um, by things, depends on what kind of, obviously where you collected the emails from, or if it's gonna be more of a text-based thing. And so design being, you know, it sounds pretty basic when you say, hey, make sure you have a good design, but it is something to think about. Once again, if you're putting out design stuff, make sure that it looks good. You have to make sure it represents your brand and it's in line in regards to what the kind of content you want to put out there. 
as you're talking about that, one of the things that we've evolved with, because we've been in doing email marketing for almost 20 years, is the emergence of mobile. And how has that changed or created some design challenges that are different than maybe the desktop? Yeah, see, that's and that's part of the thing is that when you create a design, depending on on you know what platform you're using, you have to make sure that that it is going to be a situation where on mobile it's still going to look good, right? And that's so that's if you're creating your own design, you want to make sure that you're testing it. I mean, there's like Mailchimp and other platforms out there that obviously the designs that you pick from theirs, which are templates, they have those will be tested in regards to mobile or any kind of different type of platform or any kind of, you know, if you're doing desktop or your iPhone or iPad or whatever that may be using, you want to make sure that once again, make sure that mobile is because a mobile is going to be a big play. People are on the go, they're walking, they're driving. Hopefully they're not driving and look at their phones, but I mean, <laughs> I, I might be guilty of that potentially, but yeah, I mean, it's a, it's a situation where you definitely have to keep mobile in mind. Absolutely. All right. So we've got a great design, but so do a lot of people. How do you maybe make it fun? I think the thing is with making it fun is that it really comes down to engagement, right? And, and getting people to be able to engage with the type of the, the emails that you're sending out. And there's a lot of ways to do this. You know, we've seen historically that if you just send out email after email after email and it's about you and about your products and your services, people are just going to get numb to it. And if you create, and the same thing with content, you know, you want to create something that's engaging. And there's a number of different ways you can do that. It's kind of like gamification for email engagement is like, we'd say quizzes is one way where you're asking, you know, somebody to say, hey, this is, you know, can you guys take this? quiz and we're on a, you know, something that you want to create or something you want to do and you're asking their opinions or surveys is another way, you know, mm -hmm. and we see this a lot with some of our restaurant clients that on, on social, they'll actually say, Hey guys, should we put this, you know, we're thinking about doing the whatever pepperoni pizza again this month. Should we do it? And people say, yeah, you should. You have a hundred people that say, yes, you can do the same thing through email games. So there's a lot of ways you can, what's gamification on that side of things. You have scratch it's where you can scratch, actually scratch things off where um, they've done this for, I think it was Carnival Cruise Lines that they would, you would scratch it off and it would say, hey, you get whatever for Mexico for mm -hmm. you know, $395 and you click on it and there you go. Um, trivia is um, click to reveal. So that's where you say, hey, you mm -hmm. click on this and you'll go to this certain website and it'll reveal whether you get a prize or a discount or an offer or something like that. And then even potentially tests. And so you have put them through some kind of a system where they're going to get a result of some kind of a test. And then hopefully the, the goal of that is to say, hey, that you, know, you were a nine out of 10 and you're a genius and you go share it on social media that you're a genius. And then everybody gets to see that you're really smart and they want to go and take that test as well. So you know, email is once again, you think about it, just not a way to promote yourself, but a way to once again, engage and get people to react. And, and do some. That is such an important point. It's not enough to just have the eyeballs. You really need to get the, the hand and the brain connected and doing something and interacting with that email because they'll stay longer and it will stay with them. The message will stay with them longer. We all receive emails, right? So, and, and plenty of them are mind-numbing, and the, they, there's nothing to them. So it's like you got to figure out what are you going to be, how are you going to be outside of that box and get it to where somebody has to. They know what when your emails are coming, there's going to be something fun or festive or something you're going to have to react to. Absolutely. So jumping over to the next part, and actually, I think your parts three and four sort of go hand in hand. Mm -hmm. You don't have to write all your email content yourself, do you? No, you really don't. I mean, that's the the thing that's interesting is if you have a good engaging audience and then, you know, there's plenty of people that probably follow you 
and I talk about this with, you know, with clients that, you know, have Instagram profiles of like, you know, Hey, you're probably some of your biggest advocates or people that follow your Instagram. It's the same thing on email. You probably have, if you have a thousand, 500, 5,000, 10,000, you probably have some really awesome people that are also fellow marketers or that, you know, are in the same space as you that you could once again, include their content, whether it be content from their blog or content from their, uh, you know, blog, whatever it be a podcast or a webinar that they've done, or also get them to contribute to helping write the email and putting that together. So, you know, you always want to, you know, that's one way to engage your audience more is that, you know, if I went and had somebody, let's say it was a junior marketer and said, Hey, I want to have you come on, or I want to, you know, include one of your podcasts. Well, guess what's going to happen. They're going to say, Hey, this was super awesome that, you know, Lorraine put me on her, on her podcast or put me on her email list and you guys go check out her email. And this is the email that I wrote for her. The idea of that is, is like, you're kind of paying it forward. You're kind of helping some people out and they're also helping you out, right? Cause you're, they're helping you put together some content for your, your email list. And once again, it's always nice to get kind of a fresh perspective on it as well. Oh, yes. When you're sharing content that other people create, they're going to be more likely to share it to their community. You also had something in the article that I really love. This is one of my favorites, is this idea of user-generated content, of inviting customers to maybe share some of their stories. Yeah. I mean, once again, those are some of your your best advocates, right? I mean, the people that really enjoy the things that you've got going on and maybe a, a newsletter, something that you've sent out and they go and they've actually implemented it and want to talk about, you know, how they implemented something that you taught them and how it was a success. And that's that's great for them to talk about, you know, just the credibility of, of what you put out there and how that if people put in the time and the effort, that good things can happen. And so, and then it also gives somebody an opportunity to talk about, you know, their hard efforts and, and to show that, hey, this thing did work. It just took a little bit of effort and we put some time in and some good things happen. That is great advice. What else can you do? Maybe a little higher level, because some of these I think were more obvious, but you had two advanced strategies that you offered in the blog post that I'd love to talk about really quickly. Yeah, I do agree. The first four were pretty basic if you've done anything in regards to email marketing. The next two are, are a little high level. So hopefully everybody's sitting down and buckled into their seat because this is going to be, we're coming in hot and heavy now. We've got number five was like using a double opt-in. And what that means is is really making sure that the people that are on your list want to be on your list. And I have you know clients in the past that say, hey, we have you know 30,000 people. And, and I say, that's awesome. And I said, well, you know, what's your open rate? And we look at some of these numbers and then I really go, well, you know, really 30,000, I would much rather have 10,000 of highly engaged people than 30,000 that are just email addresses, right? The mm -hmm. idea of it is, is, and it's also better for open rates, it's better for, you know, spam rates for everything, is you want people that are engaged. You know, and it's the same thing on social. I tell people, listen, if you have 100,000 on Instagram, that's awesome. But if you have 30,000 that are highly engaged, I would have, or even 1,000 that's engaged over 50,000 that's not engaged, it's just better numbers. And it's the same thing with email. It's it's either A, you can cut down your list. And if people don't want to opt into your email, like there's no reason to make them to. You want a higher open rate. That really is the goal. So, hey, go ahead and cut the fat. And we send out emails and say, hey, are you still interested in receiving our newsletter? And if they say no, great. We don't beg them to come back. We just assume, hey, we cut bait with them and we go find the person that wants to be engaged with the newsletter and that is excited about what we're creating and what we're putting out there. And the double opt-in, once again, most people go, yeah, but that's going to cut down my list. That's the point. The point is to cut down your list, right? Not everybody wants to listen to you anymore. Don't take it personal. You just got to, you, you get rid of 10 and you bring on 20 new ones that are excited and, and, and going to help your open rate and, and get that deliverability up there. Even if you have this great big list, maybe you shouldn't send everybody the same newsletter. 
Yeah, we we've seen this. So we had a this is a funny story. We had a uh, a client. Well, we realized through segmentation. This was I don't know how many years ago now. She was a uh, well, she was a fitness influencer pretty much. And what would happen was we would send out these emails, and you know we were like she had I think at that point she had like a hundred thousand person list. It was a pretty crazy list, and we didn't really segment it right. And so we were like sending everybody the same messages. Well, what happened is somebody would go and you know, she had like six eBooks and somebody would go buy an eBook. And then we would send out, you know, two days later, it's, Hey, get, you know, 25% off this eBook. And then we'd have a thousand people that would, you know, email us and say, what the hell? I just bought this thing, you know, three days ago and I paid full price. I want 25% off. And we realized, okay, wait, like this is not good. We have to figure out, is there a way to tag emails a for, for what people purchase, but also, you know, if I'm writing about influencer marketing that day and you came in through my website and you wanted to know about SEO, then you maybe don't want to know about influencer marketing, right? It's like, maybe I don't, the problem is if I write about seven topics and you only want to hear about one of them, the other six are going to make you numb to my emails. And by the time I send you the stuff that you want, you're either unsubscribed or you're just not, you're look just deleting the email. So the segmentation is really understanding and tagging the individuals and how they came in through your website. Was it through a purchase? Was it through a, a certain page? And make sure the tagging is done there correctly. If you don't, haven't done a newsletter or you haven't, you know, collecting emails, great, just start, you know, just start collecting them. But there will be a point down the road that segmentation becomes extremely important, A, when you're selling products because you don't want to go and advertise to the person that just bought something full price. Now they can get a discount because I can tell you first hand that we gave out a lot of 25% discounts that day. Well, mm-hmm. actually for the next two days, because it was a lot of people that inquired, but you just, once again, segmentation is, it can become difficult to do, but if you do it the right way from the beginning to be able to tag those emails and how they came in, then you can spend, you can send very specific messages to those specific audiences that will increase the open rate and also get them excited about seeing the, the newsletter. Absolutely. Shane, this was fabulous. You whizzed through those points and I know you've given our audience a lot to think about. Thank you so much. Absolutely, Lynn. Well, thank you so much for having me. I, I've been prepping for this all week. I did some push-ups and sit-ups before this, so I, I was ready. I was ready. Well, you were pumped, and I am going to encourage my readers not only to read the complimentary blog post to this episode, but also to check out shanebarker.com so they can learn more about some of the other things that you're writing about and talking about. That'd be awesome. Thank you so much, Lorraine. If you've enjoyed today's conversation and you'd like to find other tools for small businesses, be sure to check out the Digital Toolbox at digitaltoolboxin.com. And never miss another episode of More Than A Few Words. Go ahead and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. This has been another episode of More Than A Few Words. Thanks for listening.